0: we get so intellectual, we build up our physical strength, we build up even our emotional strength. Us men, we build up our financial capacity, we build up our ability to relate and create institutions. But that sexual essence, dare I say 90% of men are still 12 years old when it comes to sex.
1: This is Talking To My Thoughts. Welcome to Talking To My Thoughts, the podcast where we have open, honest and raw conversations, but with a twist. We bring a unique perspective on our inner thoughts by literally pre-recording the things that are on our mind before talking about them with the group. Now, the reason why we do this is because we believe before you can be open with others, you first have to be open with yourself. So make sure you guys stay up to date with all of our content by following us on our socials at Talking To My Thoughts and make sure you guys listen to the end to hear our responses to some of your thought provoking questions. Now, my name is Simon aka SJ, I'm a proud St. Lucian, I'm a father of two and I'm a content creator.
2: My name is Craig aka Mr. Positive, I'm a cheesy motivator with a St. Lucian background and a passion for helping others find and maintain their peace. Yes. And today we are joined by a very special guest.
1: Mikkel. please introduce yourself.
0: <laughs> I love you let's Intros. Uh, my name is Mikkel Amin, I'm a Chezaji, a spiritual player and innovator in the spiritual game, artist, coach, and all around world changer and uh, yeah, man, I love pleasure and peace of life i'm also saying vincentian background just so we're adding yes (laughs) yes the
1: caribbean flow right now um before we jump into our conversation we like to give our listeners an opportunity to know our guests a little bit better before we start so we're going to go on the front foot by asking you a couple of questions to open up so the first question i'm going to ask you if you could go back to your childhood, Mikhail, what would the one thing you would want to master to make you an expert
3: today? Mm. Discipline.
0: Because, because my power has only been muted by lack of discipline. Um, mm. And it's something that, you know, in my, as, uh, in my spiritual journey, I've realized discipline is the key to freedom. Whereas my entire life, I thought it was the opposite. So Mm. um, that's one thing I would make sure is there from childhood. Discipline, the ability to see something through to the end. One One more question.
1: So what would actually turn you on creatively, spiritually or
0: emotionally?
1: What's the thing that kind of drives you?
0: Essentially, they're all the same thing um women yeah why yeah why that's almost a ridiculous question but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but um you know women are the greatest in like it's the closest thing you'll get to experience of god you know what i'm saying and women is where you come from to get life and is where you return to to make life so they will remain the greatest muses on the planet you know so if you're talking about creatively, What inspires my creativity? Women. What inspires my spiritual growth? Women. What inspires my emotional growth? Women. And my emotional challenges? It's always women.
1: Thank you, bro. (laughs) So, all right. So that's not actually the topic. That's just a little bit to to open up to us. So today's topic is about masturbation and porn. Uh, Is it a healthy fantasy or is it a damaging dream? That's a good segue,
0: right? Yeah,
1: Yeah. (laughs) exactly. exactly. i set you up right there. (laughs) Now, when we're looking at what this word actually means, I guess what we can do is a bit of a word association to find out when you hear that word masturbation, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? But if you Google it, if you go onto Wikipedia, the description that they give is that it's self-stimulation to achieve sexual arousal. So in as few words as possible, what does that kind of spark in your mind when you hear that word? Mikhail, do you want to
0: go first? What masturbation? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just exactly the same thing. Jerking off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Craig, what's your thoughts? Easy escape.
3: Oh, easy escape. Um, when I first hear that word, a lack of control
1: in my first initial thoughts. Mm. That's kind of what I think. We'll delve a little bit deeper into that and how that kind of works. But um, yeah, that's our first thought. So we can already see we're on different kind of wavelengths in terms of what that subject means to us, which is good because then we can open up the discussion from there. So let's dig a little bit deeper. We'll kick off our first thought. I will play my voice note first. Obviously pay attention to the words and then we'll pick it back up after he's finished playing, yeah?
0: Cool.
1: It's actually mad. There's such a stigma around trying to talk about this and such a, I don't know, it's tricky because you don't often talk about these things, man. I guess that's what we're here for, to kind of break down the things that we actually all go through, but don't really speak about, it. And it's funny, just as I was ready to do this voice note, I had to quickly look around the room to make sure no one was listening and paying attention to what I had to say, even though this is a recording and people are going to hear it anyway just that whole privacy and that whole embarrassment about talking about things that are natural is <laughs> such a weird thing so I'm trying trying to think how I'm gonna tackle this but essentially what we're talking about is um what are we talking about your sexual desires your urges your needs your wants all of that stuff um it's very like for me it's weird it feels very animalistic in that sense and you always want to try and present yourself as someone that's in control and someone that's that yeah that has self-control and to be honest I guess with men, we can kind of say that. In particular, with men, we have less control over our natural urges. Uh, it's arguable to say that. I can't. I can only say it as a man in it. But yeah, you just—you—it's it's a part of life. I guess it's a part of growing up. You get to that age where you just start to discover yourself a bit more. You start to discover your attraction and you're yeah and yeah it's just it's a natural thing but it's just how do you that journey is often a journey that you go through alone even though literally everybody else is going through it you just don't talk about it um so i think when we're looking at like masturbation i think it's, it's 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 a process of learning how to control who you are and your urges yeah I don't know for me it's just it's a it it kind of started obviously in my teenage years growing up going through puberty um, trying to figure things out and then something happens with your body and the changes in yourself and it's like okay this is new this is interesting what do i do with this yeah let me figure out how i can deal with it and funny enough it's not really something that i did when i was younger it was something that i i i picked up on i guess you could say later on in life in terms of being able to satisfy myself um yeah man it's a tricky one you can see i'm just trying to process process it because i've never actually really honestly spoken about it like honestly like wholeheartedly i've never really spoken about it obviously with mandem you might have a couple of bants about this and that um but you just kind of brush it off and it's just like yeah let me not just say let me not talk about that that's a bit that's a bit personal um but for me i guess the question that we're looking at when we're saying is it something which would be healthy Or is it something which is is damaging and i guess with anything you can say if it's gonna be damaging if you abuse it i guess that's a matter of fact like i would i wouldn't say that your urges or your desires would be something which is unhealthy until it comes to a point where you are abusing it and it is something which you're enforcing onto other people and and the reason why I say that I guess in, in relation to in a relationship if you're so caught up in what your fantasy is then you're almost putting on other person to have to live up to that and if they don't then it's almost like a disappointment to you so yeah I guess there's something we'll tackle in the conversation what um my initial thought is it is healthy it is healthy if you have control it's when you lose control and you have that lack of control and you're abusing yourself you're abusing your like you're kind of going overboard in terms of your mentality and you're, you're your are basically your dream becomes your you want your dream to be your reality when most of the time what you're fantasizing is exactly what that is it's a fantasy so yeah it's a difficult subject to touch on but i think it's an important one because we don't have it and we need to have it just so we can just remove that whole stigma and that whole faux pas of about just keeping well, you know what? I agree. Some things you can keep to yourself, in it. But at the end of the day, if it's something that we're all going through, and it all affects us, where is the difficulty in being able to share it and being able to talk about it? So we know for a fact that everybody does it, most people, um, and yet we don't talk about it. So, yeah, man, I think it is healthy. It is natural. It's humane. Um, I think that the the, the kind of stigma comes from the fact that people think it's, it's to do with a lack of control. Um, so, yeah, man, we'll open up the conversation, but it's it's just an interest. It's, it's going to get very techy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's quite interesting listening because instantly I was like, I don't think Simon's ever spoken about this before, like <laughs> openly. <laughs> um, and... It was just it was good to kind of hear the the transition, and then you when you finally got over the, I guess people can call it shame because that's what people believe it is a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, like I I I per- so to even give quick context about me, I I personally asked this question w- among my cousins like years back. We I literally just said, "Yo, you man, like how many times do you sort of masturbate or something like that?" And then when they said their numbers or how many times they did it. I was like, hey, man's normal out of here, bro. <laughs> the, struggle, <laughs> the struggle isn't alone. Um, so my, my real question for you, I liked what you said. You picked up a certain piece where you said um, it is natural. It's if you abuse it is when it becomes a problem. Because um, even though you wasn't able to process speaking about it openly, you was able to self-process what, what it could cause and how it can lead down that road um, in, in, in a negative way. Have you, a good question for you, which is super intrusive already, <laughs> you're going to uh, hate me for it, is, have you had a situation when you found it was like masturbating was bad? When did you first, when did you first realize that masturbating could be a negative
3: for you personally? Oh, okay. Ah, Um, oh, That's a
1: good question, man. That's a good question. I don't know when, I guess, the only time... The, It's weird because it actually leads on to one of the questions we're going to talk about later. But especially when you're in a relationship, sometimes you feel a bit guilty, like you feel that, why am I doing this on my own? (laughs) So it's it's a weird feeling to have, where it's just like, that you're, like it's almost like you're feeling like, okay, your partner can't fulfill what you actually want, so Mm -hmm. you kind of feel guilty in that respect. I don't know. That's the only time I've probably felt like bad or you've had those moments where you do it more than once in a day and it's just like all right what's what's going on now this is a bit too much like (laughs) you probably think okay maybe once a week is enough or what but then when you do it a couple of times a day it's like all right this is getting a bit overboard now what's going on so I don't know that's the only times I've felt it's it's negatively or I've thought about it in a negative light but yeah I don't know that's that's a tricky question
2: um, yeah I wanted to ask that question because I think a lot of us went through a similar um process of masturbation where masturbation always was seen as something that was done alone, mm-hmm. probably because you don't have somebody to fulfill that for you and then when you have the person to fulfill it, then masturbation is almost seen as a taboo if you do mm-hmm. it alone and you have a partner it's like, well, why are you doing that if you have a partner again this mm-hmm. is this is actually more warped by society. Have you ever been sat down honestly and be taught why you masturbate why not to masturbate when to masturbate there's like we've never had that i never had that personally Mm. I've had to research I've had to listen I've had to watch I've had to experience I've had to do do it to the extremes not do it at all and then figure it out along the way in a sense and and try to not get lost in the in the source you could could call it But it's it's a it's a it's it's interesting that you the way you say it. Like I could see that I could see how you it's easy to kind of figure out which one. So this is why we're exploring this conversation because mm. I'm sure many people have this question as well. Um so a question for you, miko, would be where have you what was your first negative experience with masturbation that you could remember? Negative.
0: <laughs> yes. Negative. Yeah, it's weird. It's a cloudy thing, isn't it? Because masturbation's mm. always been positive, but it it never felt right because you were always hmm. keeping it a secret no one yeah, ever had to, yeah. no one spoke to you so it always felt good so at the beginning it felt kind of negative but not it's a weird feeling right it's a guilty pleasure as they call mm. it because it yes. was good to me right and it was a natural thing to me i remember the first time i masturbated and I didn't know what I was doing. I was just holding the pillow in between my legs and it just felt, for some reason, <laughs> that felt nice. And then all I felt is the area kind of shaking, but nothing came out at that age. I was very young. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so
3: yeah.
0: I felt that whole uh, ejaculation simulation, but nothing came out.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So that was just a good feeling. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. I remember it's like, I must've been like nine, 10, you get what I'm trying to say? Them kind of ate really early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and and so like and then being surprised like at my erection, like when my when my when my penis grew, I was like, well, "Yo, what? What's?" Going on? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was it was crazy, and then but no one to school you on that. It was always like a.
3: Mm.
0: It was almost like a. It's like getting high. You know, ma- masturbate, uh, here's when masturbation, ah, when masturbation got <laughs> really dark is when you're, you're going out of your way to watch porn. <laughs> 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 you know, I could that's, imagine that's, I really yeah.
2: Think about. It. Yeah. 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 You're
0: going out of your way because it starts that, it starts very innocently, you know, you, you end up seeing some, you know, a woman or some things. Or even not even a woman, just yourself. You're just like, oh, that feels nice. Randomly, that feels good. Mm. See, then you get a woman and that arousal comes to you and you start learning that pattern. And for me, like my first um, women that I would look at was the WWF Divas. So there's that, there's that, there's that. And then it's funny is my older sister showed me porn first. Bruh. Yeah, my older sister showed me porn my first, Porn website. My older sisters like so. Up until that point, you may have skipped. You may have gone too far past Cartoon Network. You (laughs) gotta (laughs) say. But where it became thing is when I understood there was a world out there where I could participate that encouraged this participation. Mm -hmm. That not only not in fact not even encouraged that harvested. That energy, and because there's no safe space for us to connect and do that and practice our nature, it gets wrapped up into this world of lies, deception, mm-hmm. sin, lust. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's almost—it's very sad. We mm-hmm. almost get tossed to the lions, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. who built an industry around the energy that is otherwise uncultivated? So. I think yeah, at that teenage age, I can't remember specific moments, but you know, going back, I remember oh, I'm go, I'm doing a lot just to get to this, just mm-hmm. just to
3: mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. to this
0: practice,
3: just to get to that.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: it's interesting actually, because as as you said, that is, I it it never starts off as 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 we already touched on, it never starts off as you're doing something which you think is wrong, as an innocent teenager is. It's not even the fact of you're hiding it because you know it's wrong. You're hiding it because you're embarrassed by it. So it it leads on to then starting to think, okay, it's wrong because no one else is speaking about it. So I think that's where the confusion happens not because even, sorry, no one
0: the, talks about it. not speaking about it. Most people are preaching against it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So it that's why word. you
1: start to start think, okay, now it's wrong. So now I'm committing a sin, but I can't help myself. And that's the word that I I started off with is, it's almost a lack of control because now I can't help myself. It's a natural thing for me, but I'm embarrassed by it. And now it's got to a point where I now think I'm doing wrong by doing it. So I'm definitely not telling anyone. Why am I going to tell everyone that I'm doing wrong? That don't make no sense. Yeah. So it's, exactly. it's, it's, I think it's, the stigma needs to be opened up a little bit more. And I guess the question that we would need to think about is how do we then make it so that it's not stigmatized? How do we, how do we create that space? conversation like this like this is great but there needs to be a space a safe space where as a young person growing up when you start to discover yourself like that where do you go to who do you speak to like how does that work and i think that's what we need to start tackling what's that? what's the solution well, in, in
0: in the motherland they have rites of passage where when a boy and a girl reach the, the age of puberty they are separated and gone gone through their training as men and women you see and a lot of that time that will involve for example the women um it will involve how to clean their vulva um how to pleasure their future husband you know their roles and responsibilities as a woman for the boy it's the same their roles as a man you'll get put through certain things that show his responsibility and his discipline which is all to do Mm. with his sexuality Um, and he would be circumcised, you see what I'm saying? So things like that, for example, um, where the community as men, we are to create these environments for young men and women to engage in their sexuality with Mm. security and wisdom and support. Yeah, so, so in a nutshell, it's about us looking at us as men culturally as black men and us in this environment and world we live in, how do we bring boys through that trajectory of growth, which it's inevitable, it's gonna come. And I think sexual discipline must be cultivated in our teenage boys so that when they become men, it can be pointed in the direction of whatever they are to manifest as men. You know mm-hmm. and the family plays a big role in that. lack of sexual discipline leads to poor choices in sexual partners,
3: mm-hmm. you know,
0: which leads to broken families. Does that make sense mm-hmm. and that's yeah does. that's a huge thing on a man's part. does that make sense so yeah. um yeah, I think sexual discipline, but we we have to go through that training ourselves, and this conversation is right. like. Yeah. This conversation, you know, this conversation needs to be had a lot.
2: It's interesting what you say there, Mikkel, because like some of the stuff that I've learned over the time, especially more in my adult age, more in my 20s, um, around masturbation and what it can, what it can the, the trying to get over the taboo, how is it so natural? And um, more specifically, what you focus on is uh, the energy especially spiritual energy. That is the main thing that you focus on. The first time I ever read it was in um, Think and Grow Rich, um, which was around sexual energy. And they said that um, masturbation, actually, well, sex in general is actually about creativity. It's not about like horniness. Uh, and this is the first time this, this I heard this. It's walked my brain. I was like, really? Like Being horny is not necessarily the fact of you wanting sex or you wanted masturbation. It's actually just raw energy that is actually for creation like babies but also for other things it's actually for creation but we interpret it because we've created a link between that energy coming up and we suddenly want to masturbate or escape with it or hide it but in reality the energy can be as he said as mikhail said um harnessed into people that paint people that sing create songs create some of the best things that they've had In that kind of way and it's more important to kind of have that kind of control go go ahead go ahead what
0: what really blew my mind is that desire um that we have when we're horny or when we're going to lust to want to have sex or masturbate as you rightfully said is is exactly the same when you transmute that energy up another notch the truth is all we're doing with life is having sex. Like, we are literally, when you understand that sex is masculine and feminine, creating something new, that's what it is. We are literally caught up in that game. That our entire experience of life is sex. Meaning the moon, the earth and the sun. That's the biggest sexual relationship that's happening. And we are a product of that. We stand in between those two. You see what I'm saying? So the physical part of ourselves is only the last aspect to our spirituality. There's at least 10 other layers to our spirituality that the sexual energy is produced on. I think it's 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 and this is something I talk about a lot because it's important for people to start to understand. Once I started to understand stood that, like that sex is is layers. Then I started mm-hmm. as a man. It's weird when we believe that my, my dick raising or that that rush of blood to the lower areas of my being is for pornography or for just for a woman. Then that's all we're gonna be caught up in, you see. Mm. Yeah. However, when we learn that, you know that, you know that's how you can build new worlds. You know that, right?
3: Yeah, and you, yeah, really, yeah. you
0: see it in practice. You start going, "Hold on, hold on, wait, let me try this." And I've done it, <laughs> and it, you feel so fulfilled. And you're like, "Oh shit!" You see now where I want brothers to go easy on themselves <clears> is <throat> most of us have been wanking since twelve and up, so we're thirty year old. It,
2: it takes time. It takes time.
0: Yeah, and this is what, where we beat ourselves up. You read one Patient. blog post about semen retention and think you're supposed to just Download that you're dealing with a great cra- you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're dealing with a 20-year habit.
2: You're dealing with a 20-year habit. It's a it's mm. a big mm. habit. It's something I mm. want to touch on from what you said there. And and this actually leads on straight onto my own um my voice recording is the fact that you you literally said it when when I re- read the book or listened to that part, it said trans sexual transmutation. M- I was like, for real, like that's so so horniness isn't necessarily to do with masturbation. It's to do with actually it's just raw. So I said, so uh, instantly I was like, challenge. How long can you hold out mm. and see what happens? Now, the first week is like cold turkey. It's like, damn, this is, I'm sweating out here, bro. <laughs> we <just> don't wanna, <laughs> I don't have to do this. The second week comes in, it starts to get normal. But the point is to, to, really, to really stop yourself is not to stop. Because the energy is something that's always created, is to transfer it elsewhere, to, to, to do something else, to take on, I don't know, uh, uh, creating a business or doing a new, a better habit or something like that. Move that energy elsewhere, going to the gym. Men, men will be so surprised that if they went to the gym instead of masturbate, they would actually have a, a better feeling uh, or it has a better effect over. But basically, shift it. So when the first week went, it was cold turkey, it was hard. Second week came in. Started to get a bit better, stronger. By the time the third week came in, I didn't think about masturbation
0: anymore. I thought about being productive. That's mm. all it is. It's about the discipline. It's so that you have the power to use it for your own good. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm. You know, um, yeah, that's, that's all it is. That's, that's what the discipline is there for. That, so that we have that's the exactly power that. to bring it to serve us. Do you get what I'm saying? And so what we are Mm -hmm. able to do as men, not take away from us. So I'm going to play
2: my recording um, so you can kind of get a gist about where I was at with it as well. Um, And yeah, we'll just kind of go from there and continue the conversation straight after. Um, Cool, cool, let's go. go. Masturbation and porn. Funny enough, I would say... Masturbation and porn would be like The ultimate Escape Like the one of the The greatest and worst escapes For men especially And for women actually from from research Um, Why I say that Is because it's that Probably the One of the highest amount of dopamine Hits you can get And at the same time One of the most detrimental ones you can get as well because it's like a drug, it kind of doesn't stop in a sense Um, Porn kind of warps the brain as to what's real and what's not in a sense of like what your real sex life will be like versus what porn shows you and then masturbation is just again like this instant gratification kind of thing, it's just super accessible which makes it a problem Why do I personally say it's a problem for or in my own life, or what I've experienced as well, is um, if you keep if you're so used to using it as an escape, when you're either low, or you need a, a wind down, or you need a dopamine hit, then when it comes to like hard things in your life that you're supposed to do, or you want to do, you can't do them because they are so far away from exciting, um, and great, or feeling amazing and you're so used to being on this high because your escape is so accessible to you. I found that I potentially indulged in it a bit more when I was like at the peak of my career because it would be like, I would work super duper duper hard. And then when I get back home at nighttime, then my way of winding down would be that. Um, But the problem is that if I wanted to work on my own things now, Um, Outside of work It would be a problem It would be an issue Because it's not exciting to me It's not as exciting As what I could be doing And then porn Just kind of Warps my brain In the sense of it Being like Believing Or even trying to act out Or do anything close to it And it feels like a drug It's almost like At first the people who take drugs Would be like Or alcohol Is a good example You would take it At first The first time you have alcohol You may get drunk Pretty easily, or you may you may feel it pretty quickly. But as you keep keep drinking, you keep needing more and more and more and more and more and more to to get the same hit that you used to get when you first started. That's how I see masturbation and porn. Why do I see it's a detriment to us as men and women? Is that it's not real to life completely. In my opinion, I feel it can take us away. If you don't do it correctly, if you do it for an no escape, then you will always kind of exert this energy hit this dopamine high and then you will just feel empty afterwards, in a sense, and it can stop you. I find there is a, almost a direct correlation between your control over your body's urges and your ability to strive in your own personal life, in my opinion. If, especially if you use masturbation as escape, not everybody uses it that way, but this is just my personal experience. I found that when I found more control with not indulging in it and not allowing that to happen and only kind of getting into anything sexually with my body when it comes down to sex in itself, it would it was stronger, it was better that way than to use it as an escape. And then I seem to not be able to have normal control of my everyday life, in a sense. If anything, it, things can go downhill. There was almost a direct correlation that I perform better when I don't indulge in it, when I don't watch porn, etc. which is why I've kind of taken it out of my life at major points. Um, to ensure that i can perform better i can feel stronger i have more energy i can um, sleep better i can stop chasing things that have um, high have high dopamine and instead i can do the things that are hard in my life but i know in the long run they are good for me the best way i can say is that human beings are wired for instant gratification but if you can learn to control it you can learn to Strive for the things that, with intention, not just the things that are just going to give you a quick high and then disappear. And disappear. And disappear. And disappear.
1: And disappear. And disappear. As we kind of came with the topic, I didn't initially think there was there was a polarization, there was opposites. But when you think about, like, I, I, my first thought was masturbation and porn go hand in hand. Like that's the that's the first thought I had in my mind. But when you start to think about it, you can definitely separate the two to be like, well, one is clearly going to be detriment detrimental, and the other one can be a very healthy thing to do. And it even follows on from the second part where the topic was, is, is it healthy or is it damaging? How do we address those two, and how do we how do we relate what we're talking about in regards to that topic? Um, I agree with you, Craig, in terms of my view of it being something which can be abusive and if it does get to that stage it definitely does feel like it's a bit of a drug like you're you're getting to the stage where okay this is too much now like when I thought of it negatively it was like well am I doing it too much this feels like I'm I'm just addicted to it now like what's going on um for you what was your what was your initial thought when you started to experience those urges what was your initial thought how did you process that uh
2: funny enough so it, among my, if my parents listen to this, they're gonna be like, "What the?" <laughs> but um, it, when with my parents, we've we've never, never ever talked about sex. Like probably when I was in my twenties, was the first time they even asked me anything about it. So I was never taught about masturbation. I was never taught about sex, the birds and the bees, and all of that. It was just never a conversation. Which, mm. funny enough, weirdly enough, not speaking about it could potentially lead to it seeming like a taboo or shame. Mm. Widely enough i guess you just watch enough internet and you kind of just the first thing you probably even the, if you was to go on the internet and talk about think about um such masturbation or even anything around it you're going to find shame attached to it more than energy and mm. good things uh, if anything so this is exactly what Mikhail was talking about um so i assume I, I think the first time i ever did it was when i was 15 um again i didn't know what was really going on and then i thought oh, let me just kind of watch this and then your brain starts to attach it to porn. The, 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 the damaging thing was the first thing I attached it to was porn. Um, mm-hmm. I never experienced it without it in a sense um, when I first kind of kicked it off. Um, so I was, didn't know about it, but instantly I attached it to shame. It was always the things you go out your way. You got to be hiding about it. If, you, if you're doing it during the time that people are awake, you got to be have that volume super low. You got to hear out, listen out. What way would you say? Yeah, what'd you say? <laughs> so um, that's wow. how I kind of grew up around it. It grew from there. When you're home alone, et cetera, it was it's easy access. And event. Um, And I never saw it as a problem, if, if I'm honest with you. When I was young, I never saw it as a problem because in, in my head, funny enough, there was a part of me where sex, I had to have a friendship with women for me to have sex with them. I could never mm. have a one. I've never had a one-night stand. I've never had a thing where I've had sex and not been friends with them after. So that was my one. I would say that was my saving grace. That I did because of that, it made me not see women completely as objects and just overuse it. So it was like you're you're gonna do this masturbation on your own, but you ain't about to use them. You ain't about to do that. Mm-hmm. Now it wasn't until I got to my twenties did it start to it start to change things. I was in relationships from there onwards. I stopped. Then I had like a bit of a break. So then I started to explore myself a bit more try to self-look at my self-image, myself inside of myself, what brings me peace, et cetera. Crazy journey. Started so to read more books, et cetera. And then I came across, as I said, the uh, Think and Grow Rich. And it actually, this was the first ever time I heard, that, and this was crazy, right? It was the first ever time I ever experienced that um, masturbation or the energy of masturbation or sexual trans, transmutation. Basically the fact that that energy can be transferred. And as soon as I heard that,
0: that
3: unlocked everything.
0: If if like if a child drops milk, he's gonna cry.
3: Mm. Yeah, mm.
0: That's a pure reaction for a baby. As you grow, you understand how to use that same energy differently. In your teen in your team, mm. if a man says, Bruv, you're ugly, you may wanna fight him. If a man says <laughs> Bruv, you're ugly, you might just chuckle and be like, Oh, he's going through some mm. shit. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So your ability, spirituality is literally your ability to use energy. Your awareness of energy—that's all spirituality is. This society trains us as men to—we get so intellectual. We build up our physical strength. We build up even our emotional strength. Us men, we build up our financial capacity we build up mm-hmm. our ability to relate and create institutions but that sexual essence gets mm. gets left at mm. 10 years old yeah you, get each, I mean? yeah, you got way. men so this is why it's really important to like i said we gotta we gotta both take responsibility for this but also you know be kind at the fact that We've grown up in a society that has no curriculum for sex, other than tell you how to use a condom. Mm. Do you get what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to say? But sexual transmutation, the essence of sex, most men, dare I say 90% of men are still 12 years old when it comes to sex. Mm -hmm. Just happy that a girl opened up her vagina to let you in. Mm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and then think about it, when we end when we enter in that sexual game. All we're thinking about is how many we could. We're not even thinking about how we're pleasuring the girl, how what she's feeling. Is she? Um, is is are we cleansed so that when she's becoming one with us, she's getting the right energy from us? We ain't thinking about that shit. We're mm-hmm. thinking about what she looks <laughs> like and all the physical ways we can experience her. Mm-hmm. So. This leads to my question because, and this is not an unfounded question. This is actually based on what I've seen in the motherland. I feel like Mm -hmm. there needs to be a positive porn industry that deals with the education. Yes. Like from the top down about sex through the practice of it through the observation of it, just like we do, right? And through Mm -hmm. the communion of it, you see? Mm -hmm. Because if you look, bro, we have a secret, think about this, us as men, all men, and even as women, we have a secret society around porn. Mm -hmm. Me and you, us three have never had this discussion, but we know about (laughs) channel 235. We know about the same station.
3: We know yeah, about yeah,
0: yeah. Tumblr hashtag. We know about, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? We know about clearing the browser yeah, yeah. or only clearing that section so it don't look bait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're giving away the tricks, bro. You're giving you know away what? the tricks. It, we already have a community.
2: We already have a community. <laughs> <You get laughs> it? It,
3: yeah,
0: But it's a secret hmm. one. And when it remains in the dark, again, it, it remains outside of our ability to discipline it and channel it in our favor. Yeah. So I'm more saying we know our nature. Our nature is sex and we're black people. Our sexual energy is the most potent on the planet. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? This is why I created the game of Chesa Rojo Because for people who want to go to meditation and peace, you've got to understand. You can't do it like how white people and in Indians do it that's not our game we dance mm. we dance mm. we shout we scream we we yell we rhythm we rap we freestyle that's how we meditate does that make sense that's how mm-hmm. we meditate no matter where you see us caribbean africa african-american mm-hmm. no matter where you see us that's our expression to Cesar Rojo. but when you look at that that is our sexual essence and that is always mm-hmm. what has been the eye of the one who doesn't have it and the uh, commodity that the one who doesn't have it wants to harvest. We need to bring Mm. that same energy into a space where we can relate with it positively. Young boys need to know it's okay to masturbate, but they need to know Mm. how to use use the masturbation for a meditation. Mm. They need to know how to pleasure a woman. They need to be taught that. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They need to be taught how they can have an orgasm without ejaculating. Mm
1: -hmm. Because it's possible. We've got it's just a bad habit right now, isn't it? We we need to break the cycle. Because at the moment, the habit that we have is it's a negative stigma. It's a I don't really want to talk to my son about that because I don't know how I feel about that. It's embarrassing. It's this I don't really want him to be doing that. And because we don't have those conversations and we don't have the spaces to be able to do that the cycle is just going to continue in it it isn't going to change so it's easy for you to say that to someone all right we need to teach our kids that but if
0: you haven't been taught that you can't then teach your child because you don't even know how we have to go through it this is where it becomes how like again Mm. spirituality or love is about what you want to become if we want to Mm. teach our children that then we have to become it so therefore Mm -hmm. it begs the question how dedicated we are? To Mm -hmm. our future. Because now Mm -hmm. me watching porn or not having a discipline over my masturbation habits is no longer about me, but the future of my daughter who was born five months ago.
3: Mm.
1: Congratulations, man. man. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Thank you, bro. I can't (laughs) talk to my daughter about men who about sexual discipline, right? If I haven't cultivated in the boys within her generation, sexual discipline, mm-hmm. I can't teach them mm-hmm. about sexual discipline. I'm not even going to open my mouth about it if I'm not on my part. Like when my godson mm-hmm. hit me up, I rated him so much. I was like, yo, you're, you're a doper guy to me. He hit me up when he had his first wet dream.
3: I swear. I was
0: like, my mm-hmm. guy, that's normal bro. Yeah, man. Yeah like that's what i'm you're on do you get what i'm saying you're you're becoming a man now does that make sense <laughs> but i was like i couldn't have them conversation with my dad and i lived with my dad <laughs> you just got to be ready to have be there be like, yeah here you go Here's a book i've been reading and here's how yeah, i've yeah. been doing it do you get what i'm saying say? here's how i temper that my dad would always from young my dad would be like yo look at your girlfriend look at your girlfriend you know what <laughs> i'm saying from young I'm like four, five, six, that's your girlfriend, that's your
3: girlfriend. <laughs>
0: girlfriend. And I, guess I get his son, you know, he's whatever. But it's like, that should translate into you talking to me about sex. Mm. Like actually, yeah, education. yeah
2: actual, like actual yeah. education. When
0: yeah. I that age, that should translate to you taking me out for a drink, giving me a beer and saying, let's talk about masturbation, son. And let's talk about sex, because mm. you're about to go into mm. secondary school. And, you know, there's going to be things that's going to be guanin, weed, pom-pom everywhere, gyal that's on it. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> things that you've never seen before. You're about Guaranteed. to see some titties, son. Like real life Things you've never seen before. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you know what? You're actually, no, you're seriously, you're seriously hitting the point. Like they're... A lot of people will be like, "Well, how are we going to have these conversations?" Of like, well, some awkward conversation where you have to pick up, sit them down, and say, "We're going to have a serious conversation." But you're, you said it right there. As soon as you made a joke about, um, um, hey, that's, that's your girlfriend, or um, you're you're going secondary school, but you're about to expose to a lot of titties. Then you'll be like, "Look, with titties comes responsibility. You need to, <laughs> you need to like know <laughs> no, no. know about what goes on. Like, how do you treat those those things? How do you how do you treat yourself? How do you?" How do you put yourself out there? How do you um receive it from them as well? When you have these these banter conversations, you can get kicked off into something else. Like one of my one of my best friends is the same thing. We talk about it with him. We went through a phase where there's a lot of porn in our life, and we had to, we literally started to realize actually, we need to cut away porn. If, if, if anything, if we're gonna masturbate, you need to cut away porn. At least. Mm-hmm. At least do that for yourself. Even if you're still using it as a scale, at least do that for yourself. Because there's this, there's this, as Michael says it, this like. Never-ending hole that it
0: will just it just never gets filled. But for a man mm. to masturbate on his own without pornography, it's a different kind of ego check. Does that make sense? <laughs> <You> have, <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. You know, <laughs> it's about you going into self. You see, we wasn't mm. given these sensations in our body for no reason. Yes the devil didn't invent masturbation god did Do you get what i'm trying to say that masturbation is our privilege to pleasure ourselves okay. right but as that same privilege just like anger excitement strength um intellect and all of that it's to be strengthened over time just like in school say hmm. my tongue in school <coughs> and my wisdom awareness was used to destroy people about how they look, about how they smell, or whatever I wanted to do with it. Mm -hmm. As a man, that same power is used to give people life and confidence in themselves. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's never to put something in a good or bad box. It's do you have the ability to bring it in alignment with your godly purpose? The sperm literally belongs to the woman. Yes? Belongs to her. It's the only place it serves a purpose. You see? So that's to tell you, if you ain't putting it in her, it doesn't need to come out of you. Q&A
1: First question is... Okay, so first question, I guess we'll touch on it slightly, but is porn creating too much of an expectation on young people to perform?
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. I'm going to
2: just say straight, yes, it is. And it's unrealistic. It's, it's so, it's, it's crazy. I just say, yes, I, I could explain it. And it's just, it's, it, it, as, as a kid, I, I believe as a kid or as, or as an adult, you should experience things in its time. But mm. the internet is skipping all of this with no guidelines, no manual, no self-control, no, no discipline, no nothing. So when you finally experience it for the real life, you're like, whoa, hold up. When I Mm. was doing it against (laughs) that, that shit felt way better or look seemed better. But when I'm doing it here, this is like, this is this is whack. You understand? (laughs) I said it's whack here That's (laughs) nice. It's literally like that. Which is why, again, like maybe uh, women, like uh, women seem to maybe go for older men. And Mm. then why older men, uh, younger men would almost seem like, oh, this is, it's going to be amazing to find an older woman. For example, like there's this there's this chase after the the kind of the age gap as well, and I I just find that porn and even when you come away from it being a kid and you become to an adult, yo like some people will some people are not porn stars firstly, and some people will never become porn stars in their lifetime. Hmm. No matter how how many age how many years you stack on yourself, they will never have the same skills as what you see on the on the videos. And they're not supposed to because you don't hmm. need to do all that. That gym it, uh,
0: geriatrics I <laughs> to, want I, to get pleasure. Can I interject? Go on, go, go ahead. On. Go ahead, go yeah, ahead. Go I, when I first heard you say it, yeah, I was like, I, you know what? He's right. And then I was like, nah, I disagree. Yeah? Okay. Because, because we could say the internet has done what it's done, which is true, but the truth is the internet is here. It, do you get it? So it's a product mm. of reality, just like any other reality that came before. So, inevitable. What the internet has done is exposed people to possibilities. People that mm. didn't, women that didn't know they could squirt before, now want to squirt and expect to be able to squirt. Women that didn't know they was supposed to enjoy orgasms now want to enjoy orgasms because they've done watched it. Does that make sense? Societies mm-hmm. that once kept women and men away from the plethora of experiences they could have sexually. So all mm-hmm. porn is doing is giving us an education that everyone else was too up their ass to give us. You see? Mm-hmm. Now, in the same way, it's it's been an inadvertent education, right? And we've reached a point in that where it's like, no, this is actually damaging now. But I think it's opened a window that allows us to go, no, we're gonna bring that back to our way, our peace, our nature. We're not gonna let Mm -hmm. you harvest our children's sexuality. Again, the internet has just exposed reality in the same way it's exposed pedophiles, misogynists, it's exposed our lack of sexual discipline and how Mm. that has been exploited.
1: I kind of agree with both points actually, and I guess the, obviously the question is: does it does it cause air, and does it basically call, create too much expectation? Like, is there does it create an image of something that we have to feel like we need to live up to? But I think the problem is for me is that because it's very linear in the sense of this is what happens, this is how it works, this is what you're expected to do, like you have to squirt or you have to whatever. That if you don't do that. You're not doing it right, or your 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 failure in the sense of your your I don't know your sexual experiences, which I don't. I it it puts an almost a negative light on it because it's like this is what this is the level that you need to be at. This is the level you need to be meeting. If you're not meeting this level, then it almost becomes degrading to you because you haven't met that standard.
0: In in response, that's actually true. We have. Like porn stars, what's attractive to what attracts us to porn is the man's ability to open up the woman to her sexual capacity. Yes, mm. we can't do that. Rather, we haven't learned how to do that, and we would desire to do that. That is mm-hmm. a reference to our sexual immaturity. We marvelously right, right. porn because that man is going 30 to 45 minutes doing the most, never mind if it's fake or not, because some of it's fake and some of it is real. Especially in this day and age, you've got webcams and you see people in the house, you're like, Rati. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just exposes our sexual uh, illiteracy. So we're not living up to our standards. We are coming too early. Our woman is not satisfied with us. She would like to have a pleasurable time. And actually, if you took the time to cultivate your sexual discipline, she would probably be the freakiest of freaks you've ever seen. (laughs) But the problem in the sexual game, and this is a big revelation, the masculine's only job is to stay erect. Mm. That is what masculine's all about masculinity is about constant erection focus discipline consistency security that's what erection represents the greatest example of that is the son of god i'm talking about the one in the sky if that shit stops burning this whole planet is done no more sex Mm. no more jackfruit no more ibifa no nothing you like exists when that sun stops burning in the same that, yeah. way, you can't get your girl to squirt because you don't last long enough to make her relax. You <laughs> can't get her to do the mad, the mad things that you see these poor stars doing because you're done in five minutes because your sexual game is happening only in your nutsack and the tip of your penis. That's it. What <laughs> <laughs> <I> did that? <laughs> Ask any woman. They're, most women, when we're done, they're not done. They're, just, they're not even started half of the time. It's a game. It's, it's, a, it, it's a game. It's like, who is like last man standing? How, <laughs> how, how long can you stay up? And how open can you get?
3: Hmm.
0: Who's going to give up first? That's the game. Don't That's up first. That's the game. That's the game. Crazy. And guess what? We're losing. Yeah. We are 100 hundreds, hundreds. We are <laughs> losing. We're like it's like minus 18 to one.
1: Like... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Last question, and then we'll wrap it up. Last question. Um, I feel like so. This is the question. I feel like when you're in a relationship, masturbating, especially to porn, is a violation of a partnership. So is solo sex selfish? That's the question.
0: That's, to me,
1: or, that... ma- or pornography. Yeah. Or mas- so yeah, that's well, masturbation with pornography is that. So serious?
2: that's yeah, that's two different questions, in my opinion, because solo okay. sex can still be done without without the porn. So I, yeah. in my opinion, doing it with porn is is a to me is a violation. I feel like you should use that energy with your partner, for your partner, uh, and for yourself, if anything. Um, but solo sex isn't isn't an issue. I through through the voice note you've heard that I've I've kind of experienced restraining it so i can use the energy for else other things um but again michael has talked about the fact that actually masturbation without the porn can be used simply in your own in your own self and i haven't explored that side of myself it's something i've heard and i've read about but i've never actually been like okay well what if i do that i've always just been like either am i going to masturbate or I'm not masturbate mm. or not and if i'm not going to masturbate then i'm using that energy instead in like my relationship or in sex in- instead and it improves it Dramatically, instead, because of the, the kind of benefits. So, I've never had the case. I haven't done the whole solo sex part just as yet. Um, but I do strip out the porn. Like the porn to me is just a no. It's just a big unless I could find a good porn. Maybe go in the future, gonna run a the studio. He go run a studio with the right, the right kind of porn. Yeah, let's let's, let's affirm it. Let's affirm it. Yeah, man. But, let's make it happen, man. but but until but until then, I I, I remove the porn. To, to remove porn one of the biggest things i do first is remove porn first and that means and to the extent where if you use technology it's so accessible right so i got i got blockers now i got like nope you can't touch this site can't see this can't see this because instantly your mind it goes there types it in super quickly that oh damn i just remember remembered that. i blocked that mm. all right i'll just close it then and then you have to you have to so yeah that's my that's my opinion but uh mikhail what's your response to that question
0: i agree i agree i agree um Again, it's a harvest of energy that takes away from the connection you can have with, um, in your relationship. Again, it, I don't think it's, it's, it's important that men um, are <coughs> kind to themselves because you've been masturbating way before you met your life partner. Bro. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm, you that's... and your dick have been acquainted for a very long time. And you need to, you know, I, I got relationships with porn stars longer than my relationship with my wife. <laughs> me, the ad blockers don't work because I feel like someone is like I'm one of them people. If I feel like you're trying to control me, I'll violate just for the sake of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I've tried it? the ad blocker thing where you block it, and I'm like, do you mean I can't see that website? Do you know I can? How about getting this? No, no, Tumblr,
3: Tumblr baby
2: when you find yourself clicking X so many times you're like this is just too far yeah. right now yo no. <laughs> yeah. when you just
0: that's in it you know what it is you got to, you know what it is yeah it's funny because after after you brush a nut you gotta do the walk of shame through all the X <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh you
0: gotta, man! You gotta, you gotta go back. You gotta walk past all the women you left out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, I it's like that, a whole meaning to having an ex. Oh,
3: you gotta <laughs> literally. Yeah, you man. gotta walk past That's all so, them yeah. windows that
0: you left open. You're like, oh, I, I mean, you gotta explain. Look, I, I was gonna get to you, but was I was gonna, gonna get to you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Wow. You
3: you know? You know,
2: you know, you know what's cranked, right? They're like just to like really wrap this up Is when you do that You feel you take the, the, the cloak off You're like damn Why? Why do I do that? Mm. And you're back mm. right there The next day same, same yeah. the ones the ones you didn't watch. Oh, how I should have saved those tabs. Yeah. I knew I shouldn't have cleared the history.
3: <laughs> 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 what was it called? What was it called? Uh, <laughs> oh, you're trying, trying to, to hit them tags, tail.
1: trying you're to trying to find something that you
2: the remember by. it. Just okay, what, tagging. Let me let me replay what I did before yeah, to get to these things.
0: Oh man. Oh man, yeah. It's so important that we laugh and talk about this because this is our inner child. Do you get know what I'm trying to say? Mm. The curiosity to explore. Children explore. You know what I'm saying? And this is fine. That curiosity to want to see women, it's a natural one. It, the curiosity mm. to want to observe the sexual game, it's a natural one. We should never feel mm. ashamed about this discussion. And we should know that mm. now because us three men who are in, in completely different realms all can understand the experience. So how can it not be natural? You see? Yeah. For what? This conversation that allows us to do is, you know, take that walk from us as boys and cultivate that energy as men so it can have a mm. different kind of power over our lives. You imagine that's the autonomous response your sexual power gives you when you don't discipline it. Imagine the mm. autonomous response that sexual power gives you when you do discipline mm. it. You know what I'm trying mm. to say? That's, that's the challenge it. side. That's what's attractive
3: to me. I'm
0: like, mm. oh shit! If I could use
2: this and there, damn! If I could remember, if I could remember the person's backstory and it's yeah. a good one. <laughs> <shit. laughs>
1: <laughs> but an interesting thing to, I don't know if it's to reverse that kind of stigma or construct of it being a negative thing is to bring your partner into that world. So not just you doing it secretively to be like, oh, okay, I'm, I've got to hide this from the person because I feel like I'm violating them. I'm violating their trust or, or I'm not attracted to them or whatever it is. I've got my own fantasy that I want to live out. It's like, why bringing them into that world so you can experience it together. So it it almost like changes your, mindset your energy and how you experience that in itself 100%. so it's it's an interesting thing to it's an interesting thing to think about because a lot of the conversation we've had is almost painted it in quite a negative light but mm. as why would you hide that amongst yourself why would you hide that with yourself if you want to explore that with your partner you surely you should bring your partner in, into that as well mm-hmm. so that's my kind of question my answer to that is originally I did think yeah it would be a violation if you're doing it on your own but if you're involving your partner, then surely it can't be a violation because they're now involved in that, in that experience. Well, so it's
0: a good discussion I agree, bro. 100% 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah, man. 100%. 100%. 100%. You're right.
1: Wicked. All right. <coughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, guys, for sending in those questions. Please do keep sending them in. And any that we do not address within our podcast, obviously, we'll try and address them through our socials as well. So be very aware that this platform isn't just about us talking to you. It's about you guys getting involved as well. Ask questions, continue the conversation, and open up to us about your views and your experiences. So, obviously, if you've enjoyed what you've heard from us, please consider liking, sharing. Remember to follow us on our socials at Talking To My Thoughts to stay up to date with all of our content. And we appreciate you, Michael. Thank you so much for your time, brother. We bro, appreciate you guys, sharing, man. sharing so your thoughts, man.
3: Big up you, man. Yeah, thank you,
1: thank you guys. Love, bro. Take care, everybody. Take care.